Hey everybody, it's turningpointct.org and we are back with another episode of a new podcast and today we are asking the question, are our youth being over medicated? So today I am here, I am Allie and we also have Michael. Hey Eliza. Hey Eliza, who else do we have? Hey, it's Michael. Hey, Michael. Hey, Olivia. So I'm glad you guys can join us. Um, I think this is a really good topic. And um, I think we all, with especially with our lived experience, can definitely give some amazing advice and just, you know, experience and be able to share with our listeners what we've gone through and kind of um, what our stance is on, you know, the experience of medication. Um, and... So I guess my question is for you guys is what type of experience have you had with medication, whether it was for behavioral health issues, whatever that may be. So maybe um, if you have experience with either substance abuse, anything really. So Michael, what has been your experience with medication? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Allie. And I think this is a great topic. This is a very heavy topic. So I think for all the listeners out there, I just want to um, make a disclaimer that this is not the DL end all conversation on medication. This is kind of controversial, honestly, sometimes. Um, so a little about me, I'm someone who does live with depression and anxiety, you know, and I um, really started to struggle, you know, in, you know, really seventh and eighth grade, so in middle school. So really when I was about 13 and 14, um, just began having, you know, really, you know, intense anxiety and, you know, dealing with not being able to really get out of bed, you know, all the classic hallmark signs. So um, for the first time, saw a psychiatrist. Um, so I think it's important as we talk about medication, how effective it is, um, keeping in mind, like, my first experiences. So I think... Um, initially, you know, um, was put on a couple of different things. And so on the onset, um, did find a, a lot of relief from that. And so for a few years, um, you know, really kept the status quo, took medicine, you know, um, no issue. But as I've gotten a little older, got to, you know, to be 18, 19, 20, it, it really wasn't the same effect for me. And I really started to notice, um, side effects and so you know had to be things had to be tweaked I did have a couple of negative reactions so it really was being able to work with my doctor and advocating for myself and saying hey this isn't working let's change this and quite honestly it did get to a point in one place in time where I chose and worked with my doctor to um, get off of all my medications and to kind of start fresh so to speak um so I think my own journey, um, yeah, has been um, absolutely, um, totally on a, a, a lot of varied experiences with medication. Thanks, Michael. Um, Michael, before I ask anybody else, what age were you, if you don't mind sharing with us, that you first um, had experience with medication? That um, was about 13 or 14 years old. Oh, okay. You know, so really it was 
Um, I don't know if you want me to name specific names. I'm happy to name names of the medication I was on, but I mean, I was, um, yeah, I, I was about 14. Oh, okay. No, that's a, that, I was just curious. I figured, you know, that's since we were talking about, you know, our youth, I always am curious of what, you know, what age people were when they, um, had maybe been prescribed something or just experienced it in general. Um, Eliza, what has been your experience with medication? What age were you and, you know, what was that like for you? Um, so I've had a lot of mixed experiences with medication. Um, I think I was 12 the first time I was put on an SSRI. So I was kind of having a lot of swings and really having trouble kind of handling like my really intense emotions. I was really depressed and really anxious. I got to be in a boarding school and um, just had terrible separation anxiety and um, it kind of brought a lot of things to the surface that I had been kind of silently coping with for a long time. So um, I actually ended up being hospitalized. So for for me, like, that was my interaction with medication, was in a very kind of acute setting. So it was kind of very uh, rushed in a way. I, I kind of cycled through, I think, like, three, or three different antidepressants in a matter of several months, and then ended up being put on an anticonvulsant, which I think for a young child was a really drastic move. Um, it ended up helping a lot with my mood and with my depression. But I gained maybe like 60 pounds within several months. Um, and that caused me to have a lot of issues with my self-esteem. So it was, it was very much a give and a take. And once I had left that acute setting, I was able to experience, experiment a little bit um, more slowly with different things that would work. But it was this very kind of intense introduction Are you with, do you have Willow with you now? I do, that's easier. <laughs> okay, so I just wanted our listeners to know that um, Eliza has a daughter named Willow, so Willow's technically on the line with us too. I thought that was um, cool for us to know. I'm glad you, you know, thank you for sharing that. And, you know, that I think that's important for people to hear, you know, especially you bringing in that aspect of a young mom, because you would think, you know, after having your daughter at such, you know, at such a young age, and you know, with all the stressors in life, you would think that maybe that might have, you know, turned you to maybe 
go explore other medication or whatnot. And maybe you had to change the medication because of your pregnancy and stuff like, and you know, maybe breastfeeding now, if that's an issue. So I always, I always kind of that, I'm glad that you had said that because that definitely um, puts a whole different dynamic in it. Um, Olivia, what about you? How has been your experience with medication? Um, so I was five years old when my parents realized I had some really irrational fears. Like I was horrified and petrified to go swimming in a swimming pool because I thought that, um, you know, I was going to drown or the ducks were going to get me. Like there, I just had these very irrational thoughts and, you know, my parents took me to a therapist when I was, I was about five and a half and, you know, discussed some of these irrational fears that I had. And, um, you know, after going to therapy for about two and a half years, my eight years old decided that medication would be the best thing for me. And my parents listened and they trusted her. And um, I have been um, on and off medication since I was eight. And now I'm 23, so you can do the math there. <laughs> um, but I, my experience with you know, my parents were doing what they thought was best for me. And, um, you know, not knowing at the time the long-term effects that something like, you know, an anti-anxiety medication can have on a, on a human being. Um, and, uh, you know, for a while I was really, I was taking my medication every day and I was really good about it. And then and when I was about 12 or 13, maybe a little bit older, I decided that, I, you know, I was done with, I was done taking medication and I decided, I, you know, I went to my therapist and we I said, I don't want to be on this anymore. I want to be able to, you know, figure it out on my own. And I was okay for a couple of years. And then when I got to high school, um, it, it just kind of my, my mental health started deteriorating. And it was the stresses of, you know, going through things like applying for college and, and, and trying to figure out what my future was. And that really just, that, that hit me really hard. And, you know, I decided, okay, maybe, you know, maybe medication is not so bad and, and I can I can figure out a healthy way to, to utilize it, then um, let's do that. And um, I, so I had been on that prescription for a while, and when I got to college, my fears and anxieties kind of got a little bit worse. So we decided to um, up my dosage, and I've been on the same medication now for six, seven years, and it, I mean, it helps me. It's, it's my crutch, I think, that... that I have faith in something that I'm not going to leave my house and have a panic attack. Um, it's, I, I found that it helps, but now, you know, being so young on it, I do worry that, you know, what's going to happen when I get older. Am I always going to have to be on medication? Mm-hmm. Instead of being taught a coping mechanism or anything, I was just medicated as a, as a young child. So I do struggle with that, thinking, you know, what's going to happen in the future. Yeah, no, that's great. Um, I think you brought a really up a good point, um, Olivia, about that question. I feel like so many people ask that question that's on medication thinking, am I going to be on this forever? And, you know, I, I was just talking to my mom about this actually last night and we were talking about that type of situation. And, you know, I think that that, that really is just the stigma 
of medication because people think, you know, do I have to be on something forever? As if it's it's bad to be on something. I think that people, that's part of the stigma. Right. People think it's bad to be on something when in reality you're, you know, nobody would say that though if you were on medication for maybe, you know, going through cancer treatment or, you know, right. some type of physical kind of disability in a sense of that but then but oh no when it comes to mental health or substance use disorder um medications it's like oh well no you don't want it you know and I really think that that's really just so much stigma and since I had mentioned you know being on medication for a substance use disorder um that has been my experience um well I mean I was diagnosed in um high early high school with ADD and it was because I wasn't you know I I noticed that I was like jumping from project to project I wasn't able to really focus on my studies that much I mean I would do it but I would like half-ass it and like and I and I realized that I I didn't have ADD I what I had was anxiety what I had was PTSD and like having those things is what those disorders it was my symptoms of those disorders coming out in my schoolwork. So that's why I wasn't able to concentrate. But that doctor focused so much on it being ADD instead of like looking into other things. He really didn't take time to like learn about anything else or find out did anything else go on, you know, how else am I feeling inside? And, you know, because when I got, um, when I found a a different doctor and and working with a counselor they had told me well i think it's it's funny because when you when your anxiety isn't you know as bad that day or when you're you know when you're coping with your ptsd or whatever you're doing great in school and you're able to completely concentrate on your tasks but when your anxiety's flaring and your symptoms of your ptsd are flaring you're doing terror you're not able to concentrate but that but that's why and a lot of times it was triggering moments that were feeling that way so I already had that experience with medication because they gave me medication and it made me so anxious I wasn't it wasn't Adderall I remember it was something else because I knew Adderall I had heard that Adderall wasn't safe and I believe like I kind of just fed into rumors of my own research and instead I wanted like I asked for something safe and they had given me something safer I guess and you know, I thought, and it it ended up making me so much worse. I was more anxious than I already was in the beginning. So it ended up kind of making it worse. And then I ended up just not even taking them. And then the only time that I really had medication be beneficial for me was when I um, was diagnosed with a substance use disorder. So when I was um, addicted to heroin, I remember going anytime I tried to quit heroin on my own I couldn't do it and I couldn't go through with the withdrawals they were very dangerous I was always hospitalized because of my withdrawal symptoms and it was just overall very dangerous so then when I went I wouldn't go into a detox facility that didn't have medication assisted therapy because I didn't want I learned what happened doing it cold turkey and it was just really really dangerous for me especially with my other um, mental health disorders it was dangerous for me so it was best recommended that I did um, detox through um, medication-assisted therapy. So I remember that methadone had worked wonders on me for the detox process of 
um, you know, getting off of heroin, that was a really beneficial thing for me because I was able to kind of just the symptoms weren't as bad and I was able to kind of just focus on other things. Now I had been, um, when I was struggling because I, I suffered with my substance use disorder for so many years. And I remember when I first tried to get sober, I was like, I heard about medications and I tried to go on them, but I would take the medication, but I wasn't working on my recovery internally. I was just working on it like physically. So I didn't even, so I I didn't really take my recovery serious because I still wanted to use and I still wanted to, you know, I wasn't trying to get more recovery support. I just thought that the, the pill would fix it or the medication would fix it and that would be that. But in reality, I was ignoring everything else that was fueling my addiction, probably more so than the physical aspects of it. So, or at least the physical dependency of it. So I you know, I I would still use while having these medications. So then I just didn't even take the medications anymore because I said, you know, what's the point I'm using anyways? That's, it's just a waste of time and money and effort. And so, you know, I've had both pros and cons with, um, you know, medication because I mean, obviously my con being that I was misdiagnosed and then giving a medication for that, a disorder that I didn't have and that just made my real disorders worse. So, you know, I've definitely, but then the pros have been, um, you know, the detox experience because I wasn't, you know, I was okay and I was able to, um, you know, put my physical dependency and pain aside and work on the internal recovery that I had ignored for so many years that had made me relapse before in the past. Um, I heard you guys, you know, mention about in your experience, both pros and cons that you've had with medication. It sounds like we all share something similar in the sense that we've had both good and bad experience with it. And I think a lot of us also have, as we've gotten older and kind of transitioned into that young adult age, going from that teen to young adult, we've all kind of had, you know, really started to, you know, like Michael said, advocate for ourselves and really talk to the right doctor, get that right doctor that you feel comfortable with and start to learn more about ourselves too, where we're be able to realize, okay, you know what, this medication I don't think is right for me anymore at this age or at this time in my life, but I'm still going to stick with this, or maybe I'm not going to, I'm going to work on, you know, getting off of everything. And I, and I feel like we all had the similar drive, I guess you could say in whatever direction we wanted to go in. It was always, you know, for so long, I, I was driving myself in the wrong ways. Like I was getting off of medication because I wanted to still be actively using drugs. So Instead, you know, now when I have gotten off of substance, you know, any type of medication or managed medication that I might have now, it's for the greater good. You know, like Eliza, you talked about how, you know, you needed to get off of stuff after having Willow. So Willow, you know, was a a good motivation for you to get the medications right that you may need or not need and really kind of motivate that. And like Michael, you said that, you know, you just advocated for yourself and you wanted to get to the right doctor and, and, um, 
you know, Olivia, you said that you, as you got older, you started to figure out, learn new coping mechanisms and started to just kind of, you know, stayed with the medication that you knew you needed, but, you know, maybe explored other things. And I think the main theme that we're hearing through all of us is that you really have to advocate for, because for the list people that are listening right now, you know, there's probably someone listening right now thinking, well, okay, I heard your experience. I've heard the bad and the good. And so now what, what do we do now? What, where do I go from here? And, you know, I can't help but kind of recommend, you know, I'm not a doctor and none of us right now are, but just based on my own experience, I can recommend to somebody that's, um, you know, might, might be on a medication or might be thinking of getting off of one or even getting on a medication, I think, well, number one, they definitely have to consult a doctor, a professional. And, um, but as far as that process, which can be scary in itself, you know, find someone that you are comfortable with. Like if, you know, are you more comfortable with a female? Are you more comfortable with a male? Are you more comfortable with someone that will work with maybe your therapist, if you have a therapist too, or, you know, something like that, or we'll look into your family history and, you know, do tests and make sure that, you know, is this okay if you have high blood pressure, if this is okay if you don't, you know, things like that. And, you know, that, Michael, you talked about advocating for yourself. I think that's key for, you know, a a recommendation for someone is, you know, advocate for yourself. You're your own voice and don't be afraid to use it. I think when I was, and I kind of heard, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I kind of heard that in a lot of the stories that you guys just said, and even including my own, that when we were young, we were afraid to speak up for ourselves and tell people like, no, this actually isn't working. I think we should try something else or we should have something more and like, or lower. And I think that that's so important is to um, really just advocate for yourself, especially at a young age, we can feel like our voice isn't, isn't heard, but I think, you know, that, that shouldn't be. And our doctor is the person that we should feel the most comfortable with saying how we're really feeling and how that medication is really affecting us. Um, before we close, Michael, do you have any recommendations for the listeners out there? Um, as far as, you know, if they're with medication in the whole situation, you know, do you have any like pros and cons you want to talk about? in your experience? Yeah, I think for me, we touched upon a little bit earlier, but I would say um, listen to your own intuition. And now I'm not saying completely go rogue. I want to reiterate, like, you know, when I chose to get off medication, it was letting my doctor know and just having that conversation and that, yes, I respect and listen to my doctor. That's what, you know, they're there for, but also same point the doctor needs to hear it's a two-way street the the doc you know your doctor is not going to know what is going on unless you talk to them so I think remember you know I know that as an adult we can be nervous around people of authority but it's just remembering and learning like you know it's a in a certain way it's, it's a relationship so like you know and you know when you go there, make the most of whatever time you have and just be really honest and not, not be afraid to say if it has a side effect or if it's working or really anything. You know, the, the doctors have seen it all, heard it all. Whatever you have to share is probably not, like, the first thing they've ever heard, you know, like that. So I just think, yes, yeah, being really cool and, and honest and um, is, is really the, the first door to walk through. Yeah, thank you, Michael. Um, Eliza, what recommendations do you have for our listeners? 
off day with medication. Um, like I said, there were times in my life where I was definitely really helped by the medications I was taking. Um, and then there were definite times where, um, I don't want to say it was a hindrance, but um, I had some experience of being really, really over, severely over medicated as an adolescent. Um, and that was um, something that wasn't helpful to me. So I think something that helped me kind of get on the right medication regimen and help me begin to get a handle over some of my symptoms was finding the right diagnosis. And with that, like you said, Ali, finding the right provider. Um, because a lot of um, the work that helps, you know, um, even more than um, medication sometimes. And other times it's just hand-in-hand hand and it really is that boost that you need. But therapy um, is really, really helpful, especially if you're able to find therapy that works for you so when I was diagnosed with borderline that was kind of like an aha moment for me and I realized you know suddenly everything made sense my symptoms made sense and I was able to start doing DBT um, which really helped me and I think some of the skills that I learned in DBT helped me when I had to stop taking my medication during my pregnancy um, because that was something that was hard to do so I, I would just I would just say, you know, finding finding a, a diagnosis that makes sense that you feel comfortable with and finding a provider that you feel really comfortable with. Yeah. Really important. That's great. Um, Olivia, what about you? Any recommendations? Um, I would say, you know, there's so much available to us, information available to us at all times. Do your research. Um, mm-hmm. know how to advocate for yourself, know how to be honest with yourself and with other people about how you're feeling because if you know if you're not honest with yourself about how you feel then how on earth are you going to be honest with another person um, you know you're you're find the right like everybody's been saying find the right doctor find somebody that you trust um, and if you if you think you can't reach out to someone who, who can help so many different resources available and so many people who are so willing to help um, you know find finding the person that you trust and finding the right person that you trust is, you know, really what it's all about is being honest about your feelings and what you're going through because there's somebody else who's definitely going through something similar, um, you know, and your doctor can, can help you as long as you're helping yourself. Yeah, that's awesome. Wow. Well, guys, I think we definitely touched on this subject I definitely think that this can be um an opportunity for more conversation and so that's why um you know after we post this I think it's just going to be great to hear about other people's experience on the forum so you know to all our listeners please if you heard anything that you might have related to or if you have any questions or if you want to share what your experience was like or recommendations that you have had and you know what's been your benefits what has been you know your struggles or whatnot um with you know, this whole topic of medication, I would love to hear it. And um, I think it would be great to read other people's experiences. So um, please, guys, join the forum, make your username. If you haven't already, sign up and um, make 
get this conversation going, you know, continue it. I think it's so important that we continue conversations and we don't just bury them and stop them just off of, um, you know, a half hour of talking about it. I think just continuing this talk would be great and just hearing other people. Um, turningpointct.org also has a great resource section on what it's like, you know, that first experience in going into a doctor's office. And, you know, and we also have a great map that can show you um, doctors that are near you or at least close to you that you can, you know, possibly check out. So um, I really appreciate you guys for tuning in. And I appreciate Eliza, Olivia and Michael for sharing their experience and being so open. So thank you guys. And I'm looking forward to our next podcast. See ya.